Welcome to the Hoosier Ag Today Thursday podcast on the 4th of January, 2024. I'm Andy Eubank. Good morning. Coming up today, Eric Pfeiffer and C.J. Miller on the news, including a preview of the American Farm Bureau Convention coming soon. And be looking for these animal activist tactics. The podcast today brought to you by First Farmers Bank and Trust, experience banking built on heart, grit, and agriculture. FFBT.com for more. Stop by your local branch, too, and talk about your ag operation today. Chief Meteorologist Ryan Martin is along today with cold air but sunshine, too. And Tom Fritz analyzes mixed and quiet ag markets yesterday on the Who's Your Ag Today Thursday podcast. At First Farmers Bank and Trust, we know that when agriculture thrives, we all do. It's the heart and grit of our agricultural communities that keep the crops coming in and the livestock cared for day and night. That's why we build financial solutions around the needs and schedules of our ag clients. If you're looking for a financial partner that has over 135 years experience in understanding and supporting agriculture, we want to hear from you. Let's harvest success together. First Farmers Bank and Trust, member FDIC, equal opportunity lender. For many of you here in Indiana, agriculture is your life's work and legacy. I'm Bruce Kettler, President and CEO of the Agribusiness Council of Indiana. Throughout my career, I've been immersed in Indiana agriculture and appreciate the role that ACI plays on behalf of Indiana agribusinesses. ACI is the proactive voice for agribusiness, and we invite you to join us in our mission. Visit our website, inagribiz.org, to get your membership started today. The Agribusiness Council of Indiana, strengthening and connecting Indiana agribusiness. Animal activist groups ramping things up here in the new year, and Farm Bureau getting ready for its annual national convention. I'm Eric Pfeiffer, reporting on the latest news in agriculture on Hoosier Ag Today. Animal rights activists remain a threat to livestock farms. Abby Cornegie, manager of issues and engagement for the Animal Agriculture Alliance, explains some of the tactics to watch out for here in the new year, including a push from the activist group Direct Action Everywhere and their Right to Rescue campaign. They actually held trainings across the country as part of their campaign earlier this year, having like a roadshow that goes across and does trainings. But we'll continue to see, I think, that legislation. They're really pushing members of the animal rights movement to make friends with their legislators to become subject matter experts in their minds so they can become that go-to person to push forward legislation that is maybe not friendly to animal agriculture. Attacks and misinformation continue on social media platforms. Definitely, but we also don't want that to discourage you from posting that positive proactive information that we all love. There's always going to be those people, but really I think the bigger picture is the cybersecurity aspect of it. We've seen a lot of attacks on that cybersecurity front, so if you do have an online presence, make sure it's safe and secured. They can't hack into your account. We had an instance earlier this year of a pork farm in Canada where they actually took random their security footage and wanted them to come out and claim that there were animal welfare allegations on the farm. Cybersecurity is a growing threat in animal rights, so we just want to make everyone aware. Cornegie explains what to do when faced with trouble from animal activism. Definitely stay strong in who you are. Don't give in to these groups. We say always it's really best to not engage. So if you can kind of hold out from the engagement, that's best. We don't have the same common ground as these folks. They don't want the same thing as us. We just don't want to even begin those negotiations. Definitely reach out to your local association, your co-op, reach out to us at Animal Ag Alliance. You can report security threats. We can help spread that message so we can help protect others in your community. For more information, Cornegie encourages you to visit animalagalliance.org. 
Farmers. The Fort Wayne Farm Show celebrates 34 great years at the Allen County War Memorial Coliseum, January 17th, 18th, and 19th. This huge three-day event features the area's largest variety of farm equipment and services. Educational seminars presented daily. Register to win the grand prize, a Toro My Ride Zero Turn Lawnmower, courtesy of Plevna Implement. Admission is free. Make plans to attend the Fort Wayne Farm Show Tuesday through Thursday, January 16th, 17th, and 18th at the Memorial Coliseum. As the American Farm Bureau Federation prepares for its annual convention coming up here in just a few weeks, the main focus will be on the next farm bill. C.J. Miller has more. Well, it's critical that Congress pass a bipartisan farm bill early this year. And that's Zippy Duvall, president of the American Farm Bureau Federation. Even though the farm bill that was set to expire last September 30th has been extended to this September 30th, he says that Congress can't keep kicking that same can down the road. We can't afford any further delays in getting an updated farm bill that would address our modern challenges facing our farmers and ranchers across America. Farm bill matters well beyond the farm. It addresses food security, sustainability to nutrition programs, and all of these programs benefit the nation as a whole. American Farm Bureau is hosting its annual convention in Salt Lake City January 19th through the 24th. And that's where other policy priorities for 2024 will be established. We will continue to work with Congress to address the labor challenges facing our farmers. We have a labor shortage and unsustainable wage rate hikes that really are the biggest limiting factor to the growth of American agriculture. We also need to create new and expand the current trade agreements. And we have resolved to keep defending farms and ranches from the burdensome overreach of regulations from federal government. To learn more and to register for the American Farm Bureau Convention, visit their website at fb.org. I'm C.J. Miller. And I'm Eric Pfeiffer, Hoosier Ag Today, Indiana's Farm Network. Let's face it, operating a farm isn't going to get any less expensive this year. That's why an operating loan from Farm Credit Bid America is built to give you more cash back and more flexibility in how you are able to manage your funds. Learn more at fcma.com slash operating and get an operating loan that pays you back. Loan subject to credit approval. Additional terms and conditions may apply. Farm Credit Bid America is an equal opportunity lender. The High Ground Podcast. Everything from energy and fuel. It's uh, Memorial Day weekend, going to be 87 to 89, maybe low 90s all weekend. So we thought we'd bring Scott Heine in. So we'll talk about home heat. <laughs> to agriculture. Anytime we can help a farmer grow their business and meet their goals, that's a proud moment for me. And, well, other things. For some reason, like and subscribe. We don't know why, but that's important. We want you to do it on your own, but we're going to tell you. (laughs) Listen now on all platforms. I'm Chief Meteorologist Ryan Martin with Hoosier Act Today's Indiana Farm Forecast. Pretty boring forecast here over the next couple of days. Sunshine, blue sky, that's part of it here today. We'll see fair weather clouds. Cold air is in place. I, I just want to reiterate that it is winter after all, so we should expect it to be cold. And honestly, it should be colder than probably where it's going to be here today and tomorrow. But high pressure gives us a nice setup for Thursday and your Friday. Over the weekend, more clouds around. Saturday, the clouds come from a system passing by to our south. It doesn't really give us much precipitation threat. I'm even taking moisture out of southern Indiana now in my Saturday forecast. But clouds.
clouds, yep, they're definitely here. And then on Sunday, a little clipper system coming through gives clouds and maybe even a few flurries, but I don't think it's a big deal overall. Again, it's winter. It's early January after all. I really want to spend most of the time here today talking about what's going to be happening early next week. We see temperatures moderate on Monday, strong southwest flow out of our next weather system, kicking out of the central and southern plains. That's going to be on track to bring us precipitation next Monday overnight, Tuesday, and early Wednesday. But you know what? We've had everybody and their brother talking about this storm. It seems like everybody's a meteorologist on social media now. you got the gloom and doom guys that are hyping this snowmageddon up and talking about it like it's going to be happening and giving us all a foot of snow. No, dear heavens, it's a week away, or it was at the time everybody was hyping this thing up, a week away. The track of low pressure, that's what we've said all the way along, was going to make all the difference as to what we see. Guess what? The track of the low has been slowly shifting west. Now, it can pop back to the east. This is far from certain yet. But the current way that we're seeing this system, if the low stays on the track that it is right now, would put an awful lot more rain into Indiana than it would snow. Now, there's still the potential for rain to end as snow, especially as we move through the overnight Tuesday night. And I'm not saying we don't get any snow. But I'm saying talk of these huge totals and everybody talking about blizzard and all of that, way overdone at this point and irresponsible. So, yes, we have a significant system moving towards us. The low is tracking over the Corn Belt, and there is good moisture with it. I think liquid equivalent precipitation potential is easily up to an inch. But that doesn't mean it's all coming as snow. So let's just continue to watch this. The entire thing is out of here by Wednesday late afternoon. I think we're getting some sunshine back for Thursday. We're looking at chilly air holding in for the balance of next week, Thursday, Friday, and even into Saturday. Could see another clipper system trying to kick in here next weekend late on Sunday. That's a look at your forecast update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Ryan Martin. Quiet markets and mixed with gains in corn and soybeans. This is Who's Your Ag Today. I'm Andy Eubank with the Wednesday Farm Market Review. Settlements from a light trading day coming up. First, what happened on Wednesday? For that, I checked in at the end of the trading day with Tom Fritz, EFG Group. Tom, we had higher corn and beans, and let's begin with the soybean story. Extremely weak on the opening day of the new year on Tuesday. Was it a win considering just a few-point gain on Wednesday in that market? Have you heard the term dead cat bounce? Andy, I think uh, what we saw today was just a uh, a result of a uh, short-term oversold, if you will. You know, market uh, soybean market had been down three days in a row. Um, you know, some of the short-term technical indicators were reading a little bit oversold. So, you know, I think we get a little bit of a bounce in here. You saw a 12.65 and three-quarter low. And we managed to rally a whole snappy, what, 14 cents? Uh, soybean meal, uh, also short-term oversold. And soybean oil, you know, it's trying to tell us that 48 cents a pound is low enough for soybean oil, even though I'm not a good grease trader. You know, I think uh, we're just looking at a bounce in here. I don't see the weather pattern, uh, near-term weather pattern changing for Brazil. Um you know, a lot of folks are, you know, suggesting, well, you know, there's been some losses in Brazil, but the rest of South America is going to have a pretty decent crop. And when I say the rest of South America, I'm talking Paraguay, Uruguay, as well as Argentina. 
So, um, you know, I think uh, some of these losses are going to, uh, Brazilian losses are going to be offset by better uh, soybean crops elsewhere in that country. So I really don't think the uh, soybean market's going anywhere right now, at least not until January 12th. And that's just, you know, holding back in case the USDA has some surprises for us. Corn market, definitely a dead cat bounce, short-term oversold. Um, Basis levels are improving for corn. In fact, basis levels are trying to improve for beans. Uh, You know, a lot of folks were thinking we'd see New Year movement, and uh, so far we haven't seen it. And uh, my guess is that the producer is saying, well, if I haven't sold it yet, I'll wait to see what the USDA says a week from Friday on January 12th. So, you know, once again, corn, dead cat bounce. Uh, wheat. U.S. wheat is a follower of, call it global wheat, if you will. Uh, we take our cues from what goes on in the Black Sea. We take our cues from what goes on in Europe. Uh, European wheat put out new contract lows today. So you think uh, U.S. wheat's going to rally with that kind of news? Um, Russian wheat uh, continues to be the elephant in the room. Uh, lots of wheat available for, from them. Um, despite uh, what we hear or what we see in the print about uh, what appears to be increased tensions between Russia and Ukraine, and Russia is, you know, throwing uh, drone attacks, missile attacks at uh, port infrastructure, uh, the trade just shrugged it off. You know, I could have sworn yesterday morning uh, that if we had put uh, U.S. wheat futures in a room all by themselves, wheat would have been higher. Well, wheat hasn't seen you know higher prices yet since uh, yesterday's opening. So right now the wheat market, you know, we we fall prey to what goes on in the rest of the world, and the rest of the world has bearish wheat prices. Tom Fritz Market Analysis. Tom is at EFG Group in Chicago. On the hat Wednesday market review up a penny and a half for March corn on Wednesday four sixty five and a quarter May four seventy eight that was a penny gain and July up a half cent March beans up three and a half cents twelve seventy seven May contract four cents higher going to twelve eighty five March wheat six dollars and a quarter cent down six and a half cents pretty quiet in the meats considering a very active day on Tuesday Feb live cattle Wednesday down just seven cents 171.85 and february lean hogs 65.30 down just two cents i'm andy eubank with the wednesday review this is who's your ag today indiana's most listened to farm radio network